Welcome to Stories in Bold. I'm Luke McGinty, and this is The Most Wonderful Time. Tom was a mid-level advertising executive at a Christmas party with his wife. She was a strong, practical sort of blonde, and she wore two-inch heels with a blue dress that fell at mid-thigh. The two of them were off by themselves, next to a pillar, where they had a good view down Park Avenue. They'd both made good Christmas bonuses, and he thought he might surprise her with a last-minute trip to the Virgin Islands. He squeezed her palm between his thumb and first two fingers. She put her head against the lapel of his blazer, and Tom went to caress her neck, but then decided against it. He knew that he'd hear from her later if he ruined her hair. Instead, he kissed her on the bridge of her nose and told her he'd be right back. He was going to go to the bathroom to book the trip from his phone. It was a little away from the party, down a hallway with fine wood floors. He knocked, and when no one responded, he went in. But where he expected to step onto white bathroom tile, instead there was only darkness. A strange and absolute nothing. Tom shouted as the door swung shut behind him and he fell headfirst into the black. He was tumbling slow and weightless and his clothing floated like he was a mile underwater. He realized he could still see his hands and arms despite the total darkness. There were no shadows either, like he was lit without a source of light. He was turning all the time and couldn't tell whether he was falling or rising. He had no sense of down. Before too long, he was upright again, though, as his body made one final twist and his feet slammed against the ground. He was in a bathroom, but this was not the one in his office. His hands were shaking and Tom splashed water in his face and slapped himself across both cheeks. His lungs seized as his body realized what had just happened. He checked his pulse and eyed himself in the mirror to check for drooping lips or sagging eyes. Tom assumed that he just had a stroke. But he looked fine. In fact, he looked better than fine. He was tanner than before, his neck was tighter, and the wrinkles by his eyes were thinner while the speckled gray in his hair was replaced with an inky jet black. For a moment, Tom thought that he looked younger, and then he realized he definitely had work done. He left the bathroom and found himself at a completely different Christmas party than the one he left. There was loud music playing and this place was decadent. Almost everyone was beautiful, not just good-looking, but striking in a way that was surreal. A few of them gave him nods and a redhead in a plush-looking miniskirt smiled. A drunk old man in an expensive suit waved a glass of whiskey in his direction. Tom held his breath and pushed through the crowd and out onto the balcony. They were in Midtown overlooking the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. There was music and a stage, and the square was filled with people. They were turning on the lights tonight. He closed his eyes and put his head in his hands. After a minute, he was interrupted. There you are. I was wondering where you went. Tom looked up. There was a beautiful Asian woman standing in front of him. She wore loose pants on a black and gold top that made her look regal. He noticed a bulge in her stomach and realized she was pregnant. She didn't slouch, though, and she exuded an enormous sense of ease and pride. Immediately, Tom was drawn to her by a feeling in the base of his chest. Is something wrong? She said. No, I'm just... drunk. He looked into her eyes. There was a silent wit and curiosity there. Tom breathed deep, and he felt his blood purr. The tips of his fingers buzzed. 
how was your night? She took a step towards him, and a delicate finger traced the outline of his thumb. It's been good. She laid her head on his chest. He felt the bulge of her stomach press against his waist, and he tensed. I was just talking to Catherine, she said. And you know how she is, but she was saying how, after all the awards, it would be funny if we named the baby Oscar. Oscar. Tom could hear his heart beating in his ears. He felt the cold on his skin just like any other night, and he thought back to his wife on Park Avenue. Then he ran his fingers through this strange woman's hair, and he rubbed the base of her head where it met her neck. She was warm. I don't really think we should do it, she said. The tabloids would never stop talking, but I don't know. It is funny, and I like the idea of naming him after a success. She paused. What do you think? She looked up, and her eyes destroyed him. What do I think? In an instant, he realized he loved this woman, and he was horrified. He felt his chest twist as he remembered his other life, the comfortable one he'd already spent so long living. He remembered the wife whose name he actually knew. Tom pushed past the perfect woman on the balcony and sprinted to the bathroom. He swung open the door, fell into the darkness, and landed back in his own office bathroom. The music was quiet here, and he ran out into his Christmas party, somehow sure that because he'd come back, he could never return. He went to his wife, and he smiled, but there was pain in his gut when he looked in her eyes. He felt nothing. You just heard a short story called The Most Wonderful Time by me, Luke McGinty. This was a story I wrote probably a year or two ago, which I'll admit, not new writing, but the goal moving forward is that most of what's on this podcast is going to be new writing. So mea culpa, hopefully, moving forward, new stuff. But most likely this is new to you. So this story is something that I was working on at a time in my life when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do how I wanted to spend my time, how I wanted to spend my life, what sort of person I wanted to be. And I think that a lot of young people could relate to sort of, there's this anxiety that comes with the decision-making of how to live a life. And this story, I think, was a manifestation of that, a outgrowth of the thought of, what if I make the wrong decision? And what if I make the comfortable decision? I often think it's useful to think about what's the worst thing that can happen. You know, if I choose the bold path, if I choose the daring path, if you choose the bold and daring path, what's the worst thing that can happen? You can fail. But what's that really? I think a lot of times it's useful to to do what's hard instead of doing what's comfortable. And hopefully this story says something about that. If you want, you can read this and other stories on my website, theradicalbalance.com. And let me know what you think on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at McGinty Live. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you for being here. Thank you.
Thank you.